0: Lot Talk Radio.
1: Across the country and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award winning real estate coaches. Tim and Julie Harris.
2: And welcome back. This is Tim and Julie Harris broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. And, of course, this is Real Estate Coaching Radio. This is your only source for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this real estate recovery. And, guys, if you wanted additional proof that what we've been telling you for almost a year now, that we are at the beginning stages of what will be a seven to ten year real estate boom, look no further than the information that was released today from the National Association of Realtors that showed, by the way, as we predicted, an increase in the pending home sales. And again, for those of you who are doubting that we are at the very beginning stages of a real estate boom, look at nothing further than that statistic, because what we're going to see is a change in the momentum. And yes, I realize this is the first positive report we've gotten from NAR in a while about pending home sales. But hey, guess what? It was a horrible winter for 90% of the country, and of course, a lot of those uh, would have been late summer, or I'm sorry, late winter, early spring sales had been pushed to now. So a lot of you guys are experiencing more success, more opportunity than you have at any time in your careers, and let's be very clear, this probably is going to be the last and best real estate boom of our lifetimes, okay, that's true, 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 think about that. So for the next seven to ten years, this is your opportunity to, frankly, in many cases, make yourselves very, very wealthy, assuming you have your head screwed on straight and you're following the right path. So, Julie, I know you've been doing free coaching calls today. I've been mm-hmm. doing free coaching calls. You've been doing private coaching calls. We've been very busy. <laughs> Share with the list of right. some of the things that your uh, clients are experiencing from around the country.
0: Well, definitely I would agree with you. More listings coming on the market. A lot of that spring inventory that would have normally happened a couple of months ago is hitting the market. Lots of conversations about handling that kind of volume. Lots of conversations about, you know, how long is it before I consider it to be overpriced and needing a reduction? What do I tell the sellers? I don't want to call them every single week with the same script. So lots of work on that. And then it's interesting, our free coaching calls that we're doing to, you know, talk to you guys about what you need most I've had a couple of uh of uh recent ones where the um potential coaching client says I just want you to know that I hate 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 prospecting. He actually said <laughs> that. I had one today. He he said I I don't just hate it. I really really hate it. And I said, "Well, it's that's a hate interesting. To a
2: that's, third degree."
0: It is. That's what I said. I <laughs> three hates, that's a lot, you know. And we talked about that at least he's admitting that. You know, the first step is admitting the problem. And that there are many different ways to make money in real estate, as long as he didn't hate talking to people and providing good customer service. And then I used an example of one of my other private coaching clients who is in Washington State. And his multiple spokes, you know, we teach them to have multiple pipelines, are BNI, his tennis club, church newsletter, Toastmasters. He volunteers at his kids' school. And You know, those are just some of his sources. He gets lots of business from that, but he does it on purpose on a schedule. So maybe hardcore prospecting isn't for everyone. And rather than beating yourself to death about that and hate, 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 hating it, you know, let's come to terms with it and do some other things. And when I dug deeper, the interesting thing was he had no problem talking to his past clients at the Center of Influence, which is a prospecting call. (laughs) So he only hate, hate, hated certain types of prospecting and I think that's where it you know it behooves people to have a good coach who will dig deeper and say well all right that's okay tell me more about that what do you not hate doing let's do more of that so you know lots of diversity in our coaching clients we have hardcore prospectors and we also have people who are really good with their center of influence I always believe as I'm sure you do that it's a combination of things that gets you there so it's, you know, each of our clients has a different combination, but the point is to be really great at what you do. So that was my morning.
2: Well, so here's the thought. Is it that they hate prospecting, or is it that they hate uh, being told to prospect using scripts right. that are just unnatural <laughs> to them? Well, talk about that. I mean, that's such a big point, yeah. isn't it? Well, it is.
0: And, you know, if they haven't had great success, why would they like it? You know, if you keep on using the same script that doesn't work for you, that makes you uncomfortable, I think he actually said it makes them want to throw up or something like that. I mean, to that point, of course you're not going to look forward to it if it's not working for you. So that's why we, yes, we teach scripts, but we teach you to internalize the scripts and personalize the scripts so that you're still you talking about real estate. And, you know, you hear that from the different people that we're interviewing, okay, Um you know, they're all so different and so successful. I go back to, you know, the Bill Bird interview that's so different than Colette and Lance Kenmore. And, I mean, look at the difference between people like Frederick Eklund and everyone else. They have different methods, but they get to that same result. The, I think the commonality is they're all really, really good at what they do embrace.
2: Well, so one of the things that breaks the will of a lot of would be over the phone lead generators. notice I didn't call it prospecting. <laughs> a lot of the things <laughs> right. that breaks the will is you guys believing that you have to basically memorize scripts and yeah I, I know to do fact, that that's boring no it, well, it's not just boring, but it's also bad advice because the reality of it is is that a script is not a script until you've internalized it and personalized it. And some of you guys have failed at prospecting – I'm sorry, failed at over-the-phone lead generation because, again, we don't like that word prospecting, simply for the fact that you have, A, not learned scripts or not at least been introduced to scripts that you feel comfortable with and not been helped to or been encouraged to personalize those scripts. The reality of it is, is if, you know, it's, it's difficult enough for someone to learn to do something – well, that they're not comfortable with, right? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. if it, it, it's like taking somebody and asking them to all of a sudden learn how to be a skydiver, never having skydived before. And now, oh, by the way, Julie, not only do we want you to learn how to skydive, but we want you to learn how to skydive uh, following this exact specific uh, formula uh, while carrying an 800 pound girl on your back. I mean, that's right. what it feels every like every day when you're at a certain to, time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, guys, yeah. the reality of it is, is if you were. Uh, given, I don't know what you want to call it, but I'll just call it what I, the word that pops into my mind, encouragement and almost permission to personalize your prospecting, to personalize the scripts that we give you, how much more success would you have? You know, let's look at, for example, Julie, when you're calling a center of influence in a past client. That's definitely going to be an integral part, a key spoke in, in your real estate practice. It always will be, always has been. And you interview any top producing agent, guys. By the way, we had scheduled Luis Ortiz for today's interview, and our producer is trying to find him. Evidently, he's, uh, you know, being that he's a real estate agent, he's probably caught in an appointment or caught in traffic or who knows what. And if for some reason he's not able to make it today's show, we'll reschedule him. So, but more importantly, you know, when you look at, for example, calling your centers of influence and past clients, the traditional script that most agents are taught is overly formal. And really focus too much on what's in it for me. In other words, the script rolls into something like, it feels like, you know, Mr. Seller, or rather, Mr. Center of Influence, Mr. Friend, Mr. Neighbor, you know, what do you have for me? What, what leads do yeah. you have that I can soak you for? In other words, you're supposed to start out by saying something along the lines of, well, this is a business call. I mean, a lot of you guys are, again, you're approaching this business and making it way too difficult for yourselves. Um, centers of influence and in past clients will and always will, will and always have been your number one source of business at the beginning. And then what happens is as you diversify, as you expand your business, as you start doing more transactions, you 're going to find that that percent, the percent that comes from that list of yours is going to decrease. Well, it's going to stay consistent, but it 's going to decrease as a percent of the total transactions you do. That's to be expected. Um, so let's talk about scripts. let's really talk about the mindset. When you're picking up the phone, how do you actually, I don't know what you want to call it, but psych yourself into making phone calls? You have to start out with having somewhat of a morning routine. So, Julie, can you talk about that a little bit?
0: Sure. Well, this comes out usually in a coaching call when I ask for a, a picture of their office. And if your office doesn't look like a place that you want to spend time, that's kind of the beginning of the issue, right? So, If we rewind even one step before that, whether you're going to a home office or an office office, are you even waking up the same time every day and doing something to get yourself into the right mindset to talk to people in general on any level? Or are you already derailing yourself by hitting the snooze button, by getting up at different times, by deciding when or if you feel like showing up to work? You know, different agents are in different degrees of time management abuse, So we kind of detect, how is your morning going now? And, so you know, some of these guys do a great job of that because they've thought it out. They're exercising. They're having a media-free morning. They are ready for their hour of power, some of them call this, or dialing for dollars depending on how comfortable you are with prospecting or over-the-phone lead generation. Um, So a pre-prospecting routine might consist something of having, you know, getting up at a regular time having something good to eat, nourishing your body, nourishing your mind by listening to something good instead of listening to the traffic report on the way to your office, Um, doing some good affirmations, maybe calling an accountability partner, and then starting at the time that you said you would. There's a lot to be said for doing what you say you're going to do. That in and of itself gives you integrity, and even if it's subconscious, if you're doing what you say you're going to do and you're not hitting the snooze button at every step of the way throughout your day, That gives you the confidence to be speaking with someone. And then if you have any level of script training, you can then personalize it a little bit. And, you know, the scripts that we teach, yeah, it's not all about you, the agent, because guess what? People don't like to get a call that's just all about you. We teach you to give before you ask to get. And curiously, that gets you a lot better results.
2: Well, so that right there is what Julie said is really the heart of the matter. Those of you who are reluctant to actually prospect, those of you who have never even started doing it before, you're really focusing on the wrong thing. Your best energies are not going towards being of service to others. They're worrying about you. You see, this is really, at the end of the day, about ego. Ego and preparedness, Mm -hmm. those two things combined. Now, what am I talking about? Write this down. Memorize this. Post this by your phone. Have this be your personal mantra and even tell it to people. How can I be of service to you? Not what's in it for me. Not who can I you know, shake your bushes for in order to get a lead. Not who do you know that I can you know, basically uh, list a house for. It's how can I be of service to you? Whom, whom do you know that I could be of service to? Those are the types of mindset shifts that once you have those, once you experience those, your whole life will change. Your perspective on lead generation will change. Your perspective on the real estate business will change because it's no longer about you. Guys, if that's the only thing you get from today's radio show – that's so critical. It is literally could be a massive pivot in your business and in your personal life. No longer make it about you. How do you know if you're making it about you? Well, here's here's one way. You're not making the phone calls to begin with. You're not actually doing the lead generation. Why? Because you're too worried about what you're going to say and why you're going to say it. That gets back to the whole point that Julie and I are making about don't try to memorize scripts that aren't your own words. Because when you do add that layer of stress to the actual activity of you know worrying whether or not you're saying things exactly right as you know someone has insisted you say it and i know guys there's a lot of other uh, coaching companies out there and they're very rigid about that you say our scripts the exact way and you guys and i know this is for a fact because we do free coaching calls and hardly ever works for anybody because why it's not your words it's not actually your experience it's Essentially you're being forced to do something that doesn't come naturally to you. And that doesn't work. I mean can you imagine an environment where that would work? Yeah, I know one. Boot camp if you're in the army. You know? Yeah, or well, do what you're told to do. You know, some of those scripts, usually the criticism is that they are
0: overly direct and not very personal. So if you consider the fact and we do a lot of personality training in our coaching, that about sixty to sixty eight percent of the population is either amiable or analytical and generally doesn't respond to being simply told what to do and when to do it. They like to think about it. They like to have some more facts, get to know you a little bit better. And that only about 8% of the population really likes having a direct conversation where they're being told what to do and when to do it. I mean, statistically, do you want to go after 8% of people who might respond to an overly direct script, or would you rather just be yourself, be normal, talking to normal people, talking about real estate? With some scripting, remember, all a script is is an organized um, list of questions that gets to the point. But you know what? It's okay if that call takes 20 minutes because you build some rapport. That's okay.
2: That's right. It's okay if you call your centers of influence and past clients, and those calls take longer than maybe someone told you they should take. Because, again, you're focusing on how can I be of service to you. So I want all of you just to play a little mental game with me right now. Pretend you had to pick up the phone right now, right? You actually had to call a FISBO, call an expired, call somebody that you haven't called maybe ever. Now, a lot of you are going to be, oh, my God, that's so nerve-wracking. I don't want to do that kind of work. I don't want to do this. I don't.
0: So the already first already hit the rush panic of, button.
2: Exactly, the, the panic snooze button. But the first rush of emotions that most people have are going to be the panic of actually doing the activity, okay? Now, that is the ego-based response. That's where the fear comes in of, Oh, my gosh, what happens if they say this, if I say that, if they ask me this question? What happens if they're mad? Okay, now set aside all those emotions just for a moment. Now, I want you to have the dominant thought. Let's say, for example, we're about to call for sale by owner. You've never called a for sale by owner before. You've got our script in front of you. you know, have an, You have an outline of what you're going to say. You've read the script before. You're familiar with it. But your dominant thought is, how can I be of service to this person? Not oh all Fisbos are you know hate agents or all Fisbos are just trying to get out of paying real estate commissions or all Fisbos eat their young or whatever other things you have floating around in your head. Replace all those thoughts with this seller needs my help. How can I be of service to him? This seller doesn't realize that they're probably going to net less money by not listing it with me. How can I be of service to them? Now some of you even have deeper rooted issues where you're not even confident that you can successfully list and sell a house. Well. I understand that, and maybe in some cases that's a justified concern, and for those of you who do and are ready to learn how to actually list and sell real estate, you know what to do, free coaching calls for agents.com, and uh, obviously look into the different coaching programs we have on offer, but the mindset shift is where all this starts. I can tell you uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of examples of coaching clients that have come to Julie and I who know in their hearts that they have to learn the skills that are the core of our coaching program. Right? and they've never done it. They've skipped them, they've avoided them, they've rationalized them, and in many cases they've gone down this slippery slope of buying buyer leads. So some of them have spent decades doing things to avoid the actual work, and now they've gotten to the point where they realize that they've never gotten ahead, they've never gotten to where they wanted to be in their careers, and they're just sick of it. Okay, If you're feeling like that, you're ready to hire us as your coach. The first step is going to be Clearing the mind of all the irrational fear, maybe in some cases rational because you're not prepared, but then replacing those feelings with, How can I be of service to you? Don't you notice there's almost a calmness that comes about you when you have that thought? Very Don't you freeing, notice that, that you, it is, it is freeing. You know, when Julie and I do our radio shows, when we do our uh, coaching calls, when we do all that thing, all those things, we're not thinking about ourselves. We're actually thinking about how can we convey these thoughts in the, def- the most effective way to impact the most people at the highest level. I mean, that is really what our dominant thoughts are. So is this resonating with you guys? Is this which, are you actually to the point now where you're absolutely positively sick and tired of just being another crab in the bucket and you're finally ready to get out? I know a lot of you are. And so for those of you who are, I want you to consider a free coaching call. So we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to have some green tea. And when we come back, we're going to pick up where we left off.
1: Is coaching right for you? And how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you're asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected – You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where did they learn what they know? And more importantly, how did they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. Not just any coach. The nation's mega millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach, a proven, market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes, a coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best, not someone who is simply assigned to you or, even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you are thinking about it, why don't you visit us online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. So, don't wait any longer. Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, That's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thanks so much. See you all soon.
2: Okay, we are back. So we are talking more, obviously, about actual lead generation and over-the-phone prospecting. You know, Julie, I have to say it is very fascinating to me that so many agents have uh, slid down the slippery slope of buying their business and maybe following some of these other, uh, other fads. And it's also interesting to me how many agents have tried over the phone prospecting before and have had it not work. So I'm curious why what's the commonality amongst agents who've tried over the phone prospecting before with other coaching companies in many cases and have it and had it not work. Why has it not worked in your experience?
0: I have several theories on this, but the the overriding thing that I find is that agents generally don't do things that make them uncomfortable. And because they're uncomfortable, they don't really feel like working hard to overcome it, which means that then they just put it all in one bucket prospecting, which for them doesn't seem to work. When in fact the concept of prospecting or over-the-phone lead generation, there's nothing wrong with that. It's how you go about it. And trying, I always tell, especially my new clients, I am not in the business of putting a round peg into a square hole and continuing to beat it with a hammer until maybe something caves. Right? That's not going to work. If that worked, they would already be all you know in the listing inventory. So you, there really is a lot going on with this. I think for some of them, they don't prospect like they should, or don't even do lead follow-up like they should. What, what's the real underlying problem? You hit the nail on the head a minute ago. It has more to do with their belief that they actually are the right agent for the job. Do they have a great listing presentation, pre-listing pack? Can they answer the question professionally and not sound like everybody else? If you put them on the spot and say, what makes you different? Why should I list with you? What's their answer? That that's the underlying thing, in my experience, is it goes even deeper that if they were to set that appointment, oh, my gosh, now I actually have to do a listing presentation. And what if they're talking to other people? oh, well, maybe I don't want to call FISBOs today.
2: Well, so right? what you're really saying. So some, of you're really script, saying some of it's scripted, script. Some of it's the presentation. They're railroading themselves, basically. They're, yeah. not, they're not actually forcing themselves or taking the, the actual you know, prospecting seriously because they are not prepared, and they're like saying to themselves, oh, my God, what happens if I set up the appointment? What happens if I'm standing in front of the cellar? I look like a fool because I'm not ready. And, yeah, and you they'll know never what?
0: say that, but underlying, I think that's what the
2: issue is. I'm going to throw this out here, too, even though I know it's a lot of agents listening are going to throw it back. I think in a lot of cases, um, they have had uh, someone try to train them to be prospectors who never prospected themselves before. Yeah. In other words, bad coaching. There's hey, that. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, well, but isn't that the obvious? The other obvious well, issue? Well, it's true. You can't, you know, and that's, again, that's that sounds like it's self-serving, and I suppose it is. But the reality of it is, is how can you possibly learn – You know, my favorite example is how can you learn to play tennis from someone who's never played tennis before? And even if you do find someone who's played tennis before, wouldn't it make sense that you'd want to hire, assuming you were really wanting to learn how to play tennis? Doesn't it make sense you'd want to hire somebody who is nationally ranked, you know, who had actually been a professional tennis player? I mean, so when you guys are, you know, dangling your toes into the prospecting waters, which all of you should be doing – especially the more that social networking, more agents that basically start thinking they can build their business online, the more you guys have to be offline. You know, that's Mm -hmm. really true. As agents are migrating to believing that they can build their business through passive means, the more you have to go to the opposite direction. So I guess we're famous for having prepared agents For the real estate crash back in 2007 we warned you guys it was going to happen we're the first and the biggest to offer short sale training and a lot of you were you know taking advantage of that and then you learned how to do the reos and all the other things we taught you in the past almost 10 years but here's the reality of it we're here to tell you that the market obviously is shifting it hasn't shifted a lot of you still are mired in a lot of underwater owners and distressed property but it is shifting back towards what's going to feel like a real estate boom. NARS statistics today that I read to you guys, the pending home sales increase, that is further proof, and we're going to see a continued increase, not consistently, there will be some bad months and some good months, but for the most part, you know what, this is the best market that most of us are going to experience. And the fact that mo- many agents are Twittering and Facebooking and all the rest of it, thinking that that's going to generate business for them, let them waste their time doing those things. And you guys learn the real skills, how to do the real work. You know, it's funny, Julie. I have free coaching calls with folks, and, you know, I like to play this game with them. It's a question I always throw out there. So if you guys don't mind, let's let's have a little conversation. Let's pretend we're on a free coaching call. And this is a typical type of conversation we have on a free coaching call. You guys will come to the call, and you'll be all confused about what you should be doing, and you'll be overwhelmed. And so many of you have tried a website. If you've got this direct mail campaign, you're asking me about Facebook ads. You guys are just like completely all over the place. And honestly, yeah. it's not your fault because you have nobody in your office, no office managers, nobody that's really giving you direction. So here's what I do. We are now in a virtual reality or hell, a, a uh, reality TV show. Let's just call it that. Make it easier. And the deal is, you take 90 day You have 90 days, and if you take 10 listings, some of you that's easy. But let's just say 10 listings. You know, if it's easy, make it 20, right? Just so you can keep your head in this uh, in the game, as it were. So you have 90 days to take 10 listings, and when you do, you get a check for a million dollars. That's the It's it's a, it's, it's going to be on uh, Bravo, or it's going to be on one. Of the, so that's the game, right? Realtors are competing to see who can take 10 listings the fastest. They've got 90 days to do it, and when they do, they get a check for a million dollars. Tax-free, written out to your name, a million-dollar check. You can kind of see it, right? I want you to actually see your name on the check for a million dollars. Now, the question is, how are you going to do it? Before you worry about that or get too deep into that question, ask yourself this question. What are you going to stop doing so you can actually accomplish that goal? What would you not be doing that you're doing now? if your only focus was to take 10 listings? That's an easier question, isn't it? Because you already know that so many of the things you're doing don't get you results. So now that you're having that little internal epiphany, the question I have for you is why are you doing them in the first place? If you intuitively know that those things aren't going to get you results, why are you still doing them? So that's a personal challenge for all of you, unless, of course, you were to hire one of our coaches or maybe even Julie and myself to be your coach, because we would call you out on those things. On a regular basis, and make sure you're focused on what's going to get you paid. But back to the game. 90 days, 10 listings. Now let's go back to the original question. How are you going to do it? You're obviously going to search your marketplace for the people with properties, commercial, residential, multifamily, single family, that have houses to sell, right? You're actually going to think, okay, where can I get a list of people that I know have houses to sell? Remember, you want to win the million dollars, and you have to list 10 houses in 90 days. Where can you get such a list, Julie Harris? <laughs> well, that would be the FISBOS and expireds. Yeah, that's it. Because people right? have raised their yeah.
0: hand. I mean, expireds are even better because not only do they say I have a house to sell, but they've shown that they are willing to list. I think that's pretty awesome. And for sale by owners are giving you their phone number, which all of you guys like to whine and complain about constantly. I can't find phone numbers. How about you call for sale by owners?
2: Well, and, you know, their normal excuse is, well, there are no Fisbos and expireds in my area. That's not uh-huh. true. You just don't <laughs> know where to look. or
0: you're You just looking haven't too looked. Small.
2: You you're, just you're wish there
0: weren't any because it would get you out of calling them.
2: <laughs> so doesn't it make sense if you wanted to win this, you know, fictitious game and you had to take 10 listings in 90 days? Doesn't it make sense call the people who already have their hands in the air saying, I need to sell my house versus – Doing all the stuff you guys do now, hoping and praying that one of the emails that you send out or one yeah. of the postcards you send out will somehow attract some. No, business Tim, to what you. I'm going
0: to do, I'm going to pay for a bunch of buyer leads, and then
2: yeah.
0: I'm going to complain about the fact there's nothing to sell them.
2: Well, you know, Julie, I had a funny call That's this easier morning. than
0: becoming a listing agent, but go ahead. I, I had a
2: funny call this morning with a really nice gal named Jules, and she sells mm-hmm. uh, real estate in, what is was it, Wasilla, Alaska, mm-hmm. right? And she was one of my first uh, privates today, so yeah, private coaching clients. So we're having this conversation, and since her last uh, call, she took five listings. Now, she'd oh, never God. taken five listings in one week, and she was disappointed with herself because she thinks she could have <laughs> taken more, and she probably could have. But here was the funny part, not funny to me, but funny to her. She was getting so many buyer leads from those five listings that she didn't even hardly know what to do with them. I mean, <laughs> and this is someone. I love that story. This is someone who's not bought buyer leads in the past, but now that she's getting so many buyer leads just from those five listings, she sort of told me something like 25 a day. I mean, wow. those are you guys who are buying. Oh, wait kind of a minute, and this is in Alaska, with Stella, Alaska. <laughs> yeah, and as a joke, and some of you will get it, some of you won't. I asked her if she can indeed see Russia from her front porch. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, to Sarah Palin, joke, maybe guys. she should good. sell buyer leads. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, anyway. but yeah,
2: anyway, you get the point. <laughs> I mean, if you learn how to go after the business the proper way, all the other fluff that's out there that you guys are believing to work to make you money, it just all just disappears. You aren't even susceptible to the solicitations from whatever little whiz-bang magic bullet thing that someone's trying to sell you that particular day. So the basis of any business is going to always be, and it doesn't matter if you're a doctor or a lawyer, it doesn't matter if you're a brick mason, or anybody else, but you have to be lead generating, and you have to be doing it yourself, and doesn't it make sense that you go after the people who are already in the market? I mean, that's the beauty about real estate, is you literally can you know, go and call expires. Those are people that you know have houses to sell. You can call the for rent by owners. You can call the for sale by owners, and there's at least 10 other sources of ready, willing, and able to sell now seller leads out there, and these leads are all free. You don't need to buy them, Guys, that's the reason that you're being solicited to buy buyer leads because the seller leads they already know you can get it for free. And some of you guys have so gotten so far down you know the, the rabbit hole and you're so addicted to buying buyer leads. you're so entrenched with the money that you're spending and it's very difficult to pivot to becoming a listing agent. I know it is. And you know it, there's a, it's going to take 60 to 90 days before you actually can migrate away from the addiction of buying buyer leads into generating your own business. But it's worth it because on the other side of it, you work a heck of a lot less, you have a heck of a lot more money in control of your schedule versus just basically being a pop-tart agent because you're addicted to buyer leads. So these are the things that we would talk about on a free coaching call. And again, guys, what do we want you to wrap your minds around? Is it prospecting, over-the-phone prospecting? It's a gift. Learning how to do it, yeah, it takes some skill. There's no doubt. But it's easier than you think if you just kind of let yourself go of some of the things that are holding you back from becoming efficient at it. I wish that for all of you. If I had a magic wand that I could just magically wave, I would make it so that all of you could experience the absolute gift of learning how to generate your own business over the phone. It is liberating. Nothing feels better. Well, I can think of a lot of things, taking a listing, getting a commission check, those things might feel better. But when you learn to set your own listing appointment, when you don't have to wait around for an email to come in or some other magic source of business that may or may not ever work, when you can do it yourself, when you can create your own business, guys, that is without a doubt the first step in financial freedom. And I wish that for all of you. So we are going to obviously do our best to schedule Mr. Luis Ortiz. We have our producer who has been looking for him as we speak, and hopefully we'll get him scheduled for tomorrow or the next day. We do have the National Association of Realtors president Steve Brown. I believe Steve is coming up on Thursday, maybe Wednesday. Check your schedule. And in the meantime, if you guys need us for anything, what do you do? You go to FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. Please, please, please only request a free coaching call, especially with Julia or myself, if you're one of the two things. You're an existing coaching student of ours in one of our other programs, or you're seriously ready to become a coaching student in one of our programs. Uh, I, again, I'm going to emphasize that we really only want to talk with those of you who are serious about your real estate business. So you know, if you're serious, if your existing student are ready to become one, free coaching calls for agents.com. So Julie and everyone else will talk with you tomorrow. See you
0: then.
1: This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching.